Welcome to Tips from the Server Room. This podcast is designed for all you systems admins, network specialists, or the guys and gals out there in the office who handles it all. Sit back, relax, grab a beverage, and enjoy Tips from the Server Room. Hey, yes, welcome back, everybody, once again to Tips from the Server Room. This is episode number 136 for June the 2nd, 2018. I'm your host, Jack, and once again, I'm going to be guiding you into, through the world of systems administration, network administration, and all fields of IT. If you have uh, not done so, please check out my website, and that's going to become even more important today than it has been in the past. At tipsfromtheserverroom.com, where you can comment on these shows, and many of you have, and thank you very much for the comments. If you have any questions or ideas for future shows, please email me and simply email me at jack at tipsfromtheserverroom.com or jackstechcorner at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and as at technoman. Now, folks, I was not here last week, and I'm very, very sorry about that. And the reason I was not here last week, it was a holiday weekend. And if you remember from last year, I don't know if if I did a show last year before or maybe after the holiday weekend. But every year over the Memorial Day weekend, we travel to South Carolina, and we go to a little place called Fort Mill, South Carolina. And it's not quite as little as it used to be. Um, When we first started going there, I think this is our fourth consecutive year of going down. The um, it's it's about twenty minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, very close to Charlotte uh, International Airport. And my brother-in-law lives in Fort Mill. He's been living there now for ten years, and he's always asked us to come down. He has no family members down there. All the family lives up here in in, uh, Pennsylvania. So he always asked. So four years ago, myself and my wife decided that you know we're going to make it a tradition. Every Memorial Day weekend, we will get in the car. We will drive the eight-hour drive to go down to South Carolina and visit with my brother-in-law, with her brother. And uh, it, it's a very relaxing time. Now, here's the funny thing. Um, even though me, you know, the big techie guy, um, my brother-in-law is now 50, 54. 54, 55 years old. He does have a smartphone, and he does not have, he doesn't see why he would pay for it, internet services in his house or in his uh, in his home. So uh, there's really no way, uh, and I tried to figure it out. I did. I really did. I tried to figure out, can I record something, even an audio show, and be able to upload it somehow? The only way I would have been able to upload that show would have simply been to um, it would have simply been just to, to be able to upload that show. I'm going to actually take these off today. Uh, I could have uploaded the show by using my uh, my smartphone. I did get on the internet because I do uh, at work. I do what's called a Monday tech tip. I do it every single week. I've never missed a Monday, folks. Even on New Year's Day and Christmas Day, I sent them out, and I get a lot of praise over that. And and I think. Consistency is is a golden rule. So if you're going to say you're going to do something, it doesn't matter what day it falls on, you should be able to do that. But the particular show 
uh, is kind of large. When I when I create these shows, these MP3s, and I go to push these things out, I mean they're kind of large, and I don't didn't want to use all that data up on my phone because we're limited, I think, to six gigs on our smartphone plan between myself and my wife, and I really didn't think it was a good idea to uh, to spend that that money. And he has no local restaurants. We could have maybe went over to a McDonald's or. Uh, there is a local Starbucks I didn't go into, but maybe they have free Wi-Fi, which I'm sure they probably do, and maybe I could have uploaded a show. But his house is also set up more of a uh, more of like a studio loft. And if you've never seen one of these, it's it's a, pretty much an open floor plan. So where I sit in the morning, he's actually he sleeps uh, on his uh, he has an air mattress, so he sleeps on the air mattress. Not to make this too long of a story, but just to get a little bit of my background, and uh, he gives us his his bedroom, which is really nice. But where he sleeps at in the living room and where the kitchen table is, it's a very much open floor plan. So it'd be very hard to sit here and talk to you folks and record a show without disturbing him, because I was getting up every morning at five or six o'clock, and you know they were getting up about eight, uh, so it gave me some time to. Uh, do some thinking in the mornings, uh, work on my next uh, novel. I am writing another novel. Uh, I already have a couple novels out there. Um, and if if you check out my website, I'm sure you can find links for it. And you can find, obviously, you know, my first and last name. Uh, you can search Amazon for that and you will find the books I've already written. So other than that, I was not able to post a show and that is what happened. Sorry about that. So here's the second part. Here's the part that's going to make the website Tips from the Server Room so much more critical and so much more important to all of you out there. Um, I worked this morning a little bit and looking around, I wanted to do something. And I don't know if many of you have used SharePoint or uh, any of the other file sharing services out there. But I wanted to find a way that would be simple for me to add a document to my my website, tipsfromtheserverroom.com, which obviously runs on WordPress. And I wanted to have somewhere where I can upload a file and allow you to download that very easily. Because I know there's times on here where I'll get into a discussion or I'll get into a topic about how to do something or how to fix something. And you can't write it down in the car, folks. I've listened to many, many, many podcasts. And, you know, they say something in the car and you're like, I'm trying to tell my uh, my watch, my smartwatch, you know, my Siri, uh, record this note and, and it doesn't hear it right. And, you know, so... And I do like when people put links to things on their website, you know, and we, we've done that in the past, articles I found or topics I found uh, on the web, like web links. But when I tell you how to do something, just like my Monday Tech Tips I've been doing for two years now uh, at the office, I type these up in a step-by-step -step instruction guide. So I wanted to find a way, how can I get that instruction guide out there to you folks and make it very easy to find and very easy to download? Well, if you now go to tipsfromtheserverroom.com at the top of the page where the links are, it says online classes, uh, scripts, videos, and now there's a link for downloads. So if you click on that, I found a really nice download manager that allows me to very simply upload a file, uh, and I'm going to try to always upload those as PDFs. I don't believe you should ever share a file as a Word doc or an Excel doc or you know, share it as a PDF. That way I know all of you out there can read it. Even if you don't have Microsoft Office, it's not a big deal. And that will give you a place where you can download that file, uh, put it in a folder somewhere, keep it. And I know people with my tech tips have, some of the people actually have printed those out over the years and shows me these big, big binders 
uh, or big folders they have with all of my tech tips in there. It makes me feel good because people are, you know, taking stock in that, that they may need it one day. I like digital because digital is easier to, to search, obviously, on your computer for a topic or whatever. But also what's going to happen in there, um, the file manager I found does have a search box at the top. So if we talk about something, you should be able to hopefully, and I'll play with it a little bit to see what you have to search for in there. But, um, you know, that will give you an easy way to be able to get some of this uh, information that I put out there for you. If you have any information, if you have anything that you want me to look at, something that maybe you want to share with the group or with the users, I think by all means you should be able to do that. And what I'd like you to do there is if you have something typed up, you know, uh, some help file or something, you know, in a step-by-step -step format, by all means, you know, if you email that over to me, I'll take a look at it. I can even convert it to a PDF, and I'll put it up on there for everybody to, everybody to use. I just think it's a nice hub. That way we can use something as a hub to be able to share information and, and share these tips. Uh, I always told you folks out there, we are not creating the next great, you know, whatever. Um, we, we don't have to be secretive with what we do. We have to share information, network between us. That's the reason I started this podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, years ago was to be able to do just that, right? To be able to network and, and share my little bit of knowledge with you folks. And, you know, it'd be nice if you want to share some of that in return, and then we can share it out with the group. So we're not, don't need to be secretive people. So anyway, what I was working on this particular week was we started to play around a little bit with the newest release of Windows, the newest build. Um, and I believe, um, now people are saying, if you listen to Windows Weekly, they're saying RS5, Redstone 5, and I do believe that's, you know, what they call it or whatever because uh, the people on there live, eat, and breathe Windows, right? And you folks know that I do Windows, Mac, Linux, servers, and I do a bunch of other stuff. So I have to listen to somewhere where it's a very specific topic, and, and Windows Weekly is very good um, for uh, the consumer. I think it's great for consumers, and it's it's a tidbit on the side uh, where this show picks up, uh, you know, for the industry leaders, for the people that uh, work every day around servers and switches, and, you know, that side of Windows, uh, and have to deal with fixing Windows, right? I think that's where this show picks up, where their show kind of leaves off with the consumer model. Now, they're talking about Windows 1803. So we started to upgrade our computers, or, well, more or less, let me, talk, let me backtrack that for a minute. We actually, I actually upgraded my workstation on my desk, as well as we upgraded the, uh, we have one virtual machine that we have built, a Windows 10 virtual machine that we use to, to, to image from. We pull images from that, you know, we get it all set up, customized the way we like it, and we pull an image. So I actually upgraded that to 1803 also. Now, what I found with 1803, for some reason or another, I don't know why they did it or how it does it, but it changes permission when it comes to remote desktop connections, especially if you're using Hyper-V. And we've talked a lot about virtualization software. And everybody knows on here that I am a huge fan of VMware. Uh, you know, VMware is kind of something that I've always used. Um, as whenever I started to virtualize, I started using ESXi. Uh, and now we have like Hyper-V and all those different things, you know, or is it, no, not Hyper-V. What was I just thinking? Um, vSphere. So we have vSphere now to manage all that. It's very nice. It's very slick. And I know it. But sometimes, as I told you, when I took over uh, my, my current post, 
uh, with the school district that I'm currently assigned to, we are using um, Microsoft's Hyper-V, and it was in there. So what happens is if you've never used Hyper-V, if you go to Add and Remove Programs in your control panel and you go to Add Extra Windows uh, Windows Tools, I think it is, or something, in there there's a checkbox for Hyper-V. Just click on it, and that will install the client onto your workstation. So that client then allows you to interact with your Hyper-V servers. Same as vSphere, right? That's the same thing vSphere does. Now, it, it has its perks, and there's some things I like about it that I don't like as much about um, vSphere. And from what I hear, and I haven't worked too much with the brand new versions of vSphere, and I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that, and ESXi, but from what I hear about that, a lot of it is more of a web-based tool uh, more than a client-based tool. But Hyper-V is very much still a very uh, installed client-based tool. And I wish somebody would create, write, invent, do whatever they need to do to create that same experience on a Mac. Uh, with as much as Microsoft is doing with Macs, I have to believe that some of you folks out there, maybe not all, maybe 10%, might be a very low percentage, are using Mac laptops to control your environment. I know I do, and the only easy way to do that is use that RDP connection on your Mac, connect them to one of your servers, and then run your server tools on that particular server or workstation or whatever. Or you can load a virtual machine up on your laptop, right? We can load Windows, and then we can, you know, but I wish somebody would just make it easier and just build a client for the Mac. I think that would be uh, amazing. Uh, and if you know of any, please let me know something that's going to work, Some maybe even some third-party tool. If it's, if it's not too expensive, I do look for free tools, more or less. But anyway, so on Windows 10, on 1803, what happens is you go to remote to one of your computers. So it'll bring up the computers just fine. You connect to your Hyper-V server. Everything looks good. It will bring up the list of servers. You right-click on it and say connect. When you say connect, you get this access denied error. There's an access problem when you're connecting to it. And it gives you this kind of obscured message. Well... I started digging around the other day, and my partner said, well, you just want to go in my office and use my computer because hers is – what did we – I think hers is 17 – what was the last one? 1709? Uh, I think that's her update. When she loaded – initially when she loaded one of the builds, none of the remote stuff worked, and we live a lot of remote stuff. Uh, we live off of a lot of remote connections uh, on our network. And none of that stuff would operate. So she had to actually redo her computer. She went back to an earlier version of Windows. And I said, no, you know, I need to sit down and actually figure out what's going on. I need to fix this thing. And uh, it was very interesting because about that time of the morning uh, at work is when my wife calls and tells me that she got to work okay. It's just something we do every day. So – and she said, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, actually right now I said – I'm actually working with my registry keys, and I'm looking for a certain key for a component service so I can actually fix this component service. So it will allow me access and give me uh, enabled uh, shared access to my external resources. And she goes, oh, okay, well, how's your coffee this morning? Because let's face it, folks, when we talk to somebody and we throw out all that stuff because it's what's going through our head, I would never explain that to a client that way. But with my wife, you know, and, and I just told her what I was doing. Um and she's like, okay, that's fine. So, But anyway, I did find a fix for it. It did take me you know, about 20 minutes uh, to dig into it. The trick is, is when you're fixing something and when you're digging into something, 
Many of you may or may not do this, or you may or may not have the availability to do this. And I think the big part of it is, uh, I call it the, and when I started writing books, uh, I listened to Stephen King. Stephen King did a book called On Writing. And there's different phases when you're writing a book. One is called uh, Closed Door. Closed Door is when you're initially getting your thoughts, you know, on on the screen or on the typewriter or on the paper or whatever you're writing with. And it allows you to be one with your thoughts. So whenever I go to fix some issue like this, I generally will close my office door. So I'll shut the office door and I'll sit and I'll dig in. I don't want anybody talking to me. I don't answer the phone. I put my cell phone on silent because I just want to dig into my own thoughts and I want to figure it out. So I did that the other morning. So what I found was very simply, and this is where that download link comes in very handy because I know you're driving right now listening to this and, you know, or you're sitting at home and and you're going to try to write this down. Don't do any of that. Just simply go to tipsfromtheserveroom.com, click that downloads link, and then it is in there already. I put it in there before I even started this show today. So uh, whenever you're listening to this, I guarantee it's there. It's free for you to download. Just click on it. And grab yourself a copy of it. Uh, it's only a few sentences or a few lines how to fix this, but you don't have to worry about writing it down. First, if you go to start and you type component services, so you're going to component services. In the new window, open component services node, then computers node, and then right click on computers and click on properties. So it's very. It just works as a you know as a tree, just like we do in any other uh, menu system. We're working with Windows. Click on the Com Security tab, C O M. Click the Edit Limits button under Access Permissions. Enable Remote Access for Anonymous Login. It's a little checkbox. There'll be three, just like if you're working with a uh, a file folder permissions uh, down the bottom. There's three check boxes, so it's the bottom one, and it will say anonymous login. So just check that. Click OK and close the remaining windows. And what I found out, the cool thing about this, you don't have to reboot your computer or do anything special with it. All you got to do is go and what I did was I did close, and I no, I don't even think I closed the Hyper V client. The client, I think I just right clicked to get on the computer, click connect, boom, it opened. It was like right there. Uh, obviously, when it's going to make that remote connection to that server, workstation, whatever you're working with, it's uh, looking at that COM security tab, that com- that uh, component service, to see if it's granted permissions or not. So uh, you don't have to reboot or anything, which made it really super nice. But like I said, again, uh, to, to get these steps, all you got to do is just go to, uh, uh, again, my, my page, tipsfromserverum.com, click on that download link, and you can download... Uh, the PDF, because I actually turned it into a PDF this morning. The next thing we're going to talk about here a little bit is is passwords, and not so much how to create passwords. You know, that's that's not this part of the show. Um, I think it's more. This is more relevant to uh, my situation of um, you know, if you're working for, in this industry long enough, you may leave one job you're working at, and you may go to another job. Okay. Or you may uh, leave one company and go to another company. Well, in our line of work, um, when you become a tech director or you become a network administrator or maybe you're a website builder, whatever, you have special access and special permissions to special things. 
And with that comes a, a lot of responsibilities, right? Here's one responsibility that I never even, I guess it dawned on me, but, you know, the way that the the way that I look at it, that um, I was uh, thoroughly, worldly screwed over at my last job uh, when they just like cut us loose one night. They just called and said, you don't have a job anymore. Uh, I didn't really honestly give a shit if they had passwords or not. I don't care to this day if they have passwords. But when you work for a company that everybody loves you and everybody believes you, you know, you do a great job and everybody congratulates you and, and they're going to miss you. Well, what do you do then with your passwords? You have to be able to hand those passwords off. And the proper way to hand those passwords off is you have to have your company, whoever you're with at the time. And again, I'm saying this is a very much, you know, um, this is a very much you know, uh, great relationship you have and you're leaving on your own accord, you know, nobody's throwing you out. Um, so how do you hand those passwords off? Well, here's the first step you have to do is I went in and I sat down with uh, the administration. I said, look, I said, I need you to pick a designee or a designee, a designated, designated person from, uh, you know, your staff who you trust, who you believe it would be great to have your entire kings to your keys to your kingdom. And uh, we sat down, we decided who that person was. Now, the next thing I had to decide was how do I take the passwords that I have and be able to put those in some kind of document and be able to give those to this person? Because I guarantee what's going to happen as soon as you leave. And I told this person too, when I leave uh, to get into my email accounts, I don't need it anymore. Just simply change the password and you can have it. And the reason you want to do that is because, again, as a tech director, website builder, network administrator, any of those uh, top-level jobs, even the smaller jobs, but mainly the top-level positions in your companies, we have a lot of things registered to us, to our email accounts in that company. So you want to make sure somebody's able to take that email over. And, you know, you really – as much as you may feel hurt like, oh, I really need to see what's going on, I really don't. I, I really don't because I, I believe – deep in my heart that my new position, my new post I'm going to, I'll have plenty of email to deal with there. And I don't need to worry about the last place I was at. So, I mean, I'll always, they'll always be uh, in my heart and in my mind. And I, and I built, you know, tons of friendships there, but I'm going to have to, you know, put my emphasis on, on the new, on the new uh, location. So, that's going to be taken priority, obviously. So you turn that email account over because anything coming in, you don't want to have to forward it every day. And I don't even want to log into that anymore. So that will be gone. So the passwords is what I did with the passwords. Now, we use password managers uh, in our company. Uh, our company, if you didn't know this before, our company is a um, is a outsourcing networking company that has many, many businesses that have Many, many, and I didn't realize this in the past. I thought it was just schools, but many, many libraries uh, across the Pittsburgh region and many, many school districts uh, you know, across Pennsylvania, and they're moving into four other states. So what happens is when you have that responsibility, um, we use a password manager for the company. And the reason we do this, we have uh, people has expertise in different parts of this company. So if somebody from the main office needs to get into one of our switches in one of our schools, then they have those passwords. We put them in and they have access to those, which is what they should have. 
But now it's my job to, to hand these things off. So what I decided to do was very simply, instead of signing it, I'm not going to sign over my personal password manager to anybody uh, because I also have these you know, in a, in a password manager you know, that automatically populate them on your website and da-da-da. You know, if you go to a website, they're there. They, it fills them in. Uh, so, But I'm not going to give you access to that. And I can't give you access to our corporate password manager because that's part of a, an account thing and only the – uh, people that need to see those have access to that, right? So we don't want anybody in there. So what I decided to do was I simply just made an Excel form. I thought that was the easiest, simplest way to do this. So I made an Excel form. I basically put down uh, the piece of equipment or whatever in the first column, uh, the username, the password. And then in a fourth column, I had to add uh, like a web link. If it was to a web filter, we have outside agencies we work with. We have outside DNS servers we work with. So they're going to need those links, right? So I made sure those links were in there also. Now, what I did was, and as many of you know, I don't like paper. I'm not a huge paper fan. I am an Evernote. Uh, I am an Evernote lover, right? Because I've been using Evernote for ever. I'm telling you, ever since the guys started writing it with version like 0.001, uh, it was kind of it was kind of touch and go back then, but I mean, it is brilliant now, and I've been using it forever, so, uh, and I pay for a copy of it. So, you know, it's something I believe in, and I pay for the software. That is my paper and pencil. That's where I put everything. And using Web Clipper, like, so now if I'm on a web page and I read an article, I'm like, man, I'm going to save this. I'll save that into a different notebook on my Evernote. It just makes life a lot easier to know that you have everything there, and it's on all my devices piece of paper is usually laying on your desk and it's not handy enough to have with you. But in this instance, I thought it would be nice to print what I called the exit book. So if you're leaving a company or a place and you're leaving on your own accord and everything's good, you may want to put all your secrets, your network drawings, your server drawings, uh, IP addresses, whatever you think that next person coming in may need, put it in a book. Because there's one thing that I've always said and I've always stressed this and even uh, the last job again, where I said I, you know, we kind of got uh, shit on, to put it in, in, in any better terms than that. Um, we always leave things much better than what we found them, and uh, that is the the golden rule that I always have. Uh, when I walk out of a place, I know that it is better than when I walked in, and I'm leaving it more stable than when I found it. So if I can do that. I'm golden, right? So uh, this is the same exact case. Uh, things have changed. You know, things didn't work out the way they wanted them to work out and whatever. But in the end, they're getting a, a couple new people in. And uh, like I said, we're moving on to a bigger assignment. That's what the, that's kind of what's happening here. We're leaving a smaller school and they wanted our expertise in a much larger school district um, because they feel that we're better off or better suited for this large district to take over this bigger role, right? So that's kind of what happened. It's just, I guess it's almost like a promotion, right? So you're getting moved up the ranks and they they feel like they know you better, our company, you know, and they know that what our abilities are. So they're actually moving myself and my partner to a bigger district. So that's pretty cool. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm sad that I'm leaving all my friends behind, but I am really uh, interested to see what that next turn of events will be. So I put this book together, I printed it, and I also emailed the documents to the person. 
there's a problem with that. I probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't do that because we know email is pretty much sent out there as plain text. And when we send that email out there with those attachments, who knows where they're going? Uh, especially where we're using a hosted email service. So it's not only going inside, it's going somewhere, right? It's going up to Google somewhere. And um, so I probably should have password protected that Excel document and went and told the person what the password was. But I, I forgot and I didn't. So that's just the way that goes. But so anyway, um, another way, passwords, I talked a little bit about managing, but I'm not really getting into that here because everybody that listens to this podcast is way above that level of even even talking to you. I don't want to talk down to anybody in this podcast because this is for a higher level of, of uh, networking or technology abilities. So I did have notes in here like keep your passwords on your phone and stuff, you know. Now, in an industry, if you're not using a password manager – and I really, I'm not going to tell you what we are using. Um, I'm just, I, I'm not going to do that because I don't know if that's violating anything with my company. So, but I can tell you there's some some shared password managers on the internet. And if you work in a business, sometimes you have to share passwords between you and your workers and, and whoever so they can get into certain equipment. But you could also use like, you know, another way of doing that would probably be like a like a Google spreadsheet, maybe a shared Google sheet or an Office 365 document or something where you can share those passwords. So I did want to throw that out there because it's kind of a thought for a higher level thinking. And I thought that's kind of what I would put out there to you. So I didn't even realize that I would be able to pull this off and talk about these subjects, these couple little subjects for so long, but I've actually made our time limit for the podcast uh, about 30 minutes. So um, I'm pretty excited that it did work out for us. And again, like I said, I'm very sorry I didn't put out a show last week to you folks. And uh, I know, you know, when I'm waiting every, uh, when I wait Thursday, when I wake up Thursdays and I look in my things for uh, the Windows Weekly from Wednesday, it's always there. It's like clockwork, you know. Uh, but as they said on their show last week, you know, <laughs> it was kind of funny. They said, like, we don't have real jobs uh, because they're they're podcasters and they're, uh, you know, news people, I guess, bloggers or news people. And that's what they do. So they have that they make the time because that is their industry. That's what they do. This is something that I do just to, again, push it forward to you folks, uh, share information to you, uh, give you a little bit of whatever knowledge is left in my brain. Uh, or whatever I stick in there from this week, and um, it's just fun. I enjoy doing this. I love pushing these shows out there too, and, uh, and I'm really loving all the numbers. Everybody in there, uh, you know, logging in, or everybody downloading these uh, these episodes, and everybody listening on iTunes. So it's been wonderful, really, really wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please remember, if you buy anything from Amazon, I always ask to use my Amazon link, and nobody does. You guys don't buy Amazon stuff. I don't know where you buy your stuff at. What Newegg or or Computer Central or Computer Concepts? Or, I don't know where you buy your stuff at. Obviously, you do not shop at Amazon. That's very evident. Because every month I get a thing from Amazon that said you did not reach the minimum balance to give you a payment this month. So I guess nobody uses Amazon. But if you do. Put the stuff in your cart. Go to tipsfromtheserverroom.com. Click on my Amazon link. Then check out. A few pennies come back to the show, and it extremely helps, folks. Uh, I'm looking here at a new audio setup. I've been, uh, you know, I'm not positive of the audio right now. I wish people would give me some responses. I had one guy 
messaged me a couple weeks ago and said, it sounded like I was in a fishbowl. And I don't know what the hell that means, but because I listened to it and it sounded absolutely perfect. Um, but, you know, we can always update the audio gear, but I'm going to need some cash flow to do that. So you can definitely put that on there. You can definitely go to our patreon.com slash Jack's Tech Corner page. You know, I don't know, put $100 in there a month, you know, just put it in. $100 a month comes out of your bank account and comes into the show and it will help us out. Or even a dollar, I'm just kidding. A dollar a month would be great. Uh, even a one-time donation, if you just want to send $10 or $50 or 500 or if you want to send 1000 that, that's fine. That's going to help the show out immensely uh, because we don't get paid to do this. So, But anyway, thank you so much. Don't forget, you can also watch us on YouTube this week at 42 Technoman. Folks, thank you so much once again. I will talk to you next week. Have a great work week. And I will see you back here at Tips from the Server Room. Bye for now. You just listened to Tips from the Server Room with your host, Jack. If you have any questions, please drop me a comment at tipsfromtheserverroom.com. Thanks again for tuning in and downloading the shows. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the remainder of the music. We'll see you next week on Tips from the Server Room. So long.